Hi, my name is River. I'm Cassidy. And this is our podcast over El Salvador. As a 15-year-old, you would think that life was all fun and games and that you may still have a full life ahead of you. But for girls in El Salvador, things are the total opposite. While El Salvador has its beautiful parts, like its beaches on the Pacific coast, it also has its rural and more rougher areas of its country, like high infrastructure and crime scene upon crime scene. El Salvador is known for its gang violence and ongoing murders of the girls at the age of 10 through 16, and also adults of any age. It is estimated one murder per hour, and that's about 24 deaths a day. These acts terrorize society. However, the largest Latin gangs in El Salvador are the 18th Street and MS-13. Both are run by the Mexican Mafia or La MA while in prison. The gang rate is high. 25,000 people are in gangs because they feel like they are forced to do so. In El Salvador, it's either kill or be killed. The leading causes of mortality among youth in El Salvador are external, including homicides, traffic accidents, and suicides. Young people of both genders are the primary victims of violence. Over the last three years, gang violence has nearly killed 30,000 people in El Salvador, propelling tens of thousands of Salvadorians northward in search of safety. With the U.S. help, El Salvadorian government should try to encounter gangs with the crime prevention as much as with law enforcement. Moreover, the gang violence in El Salvador, they're also facing major murders of 15-year-old girls. The homicide rate has fallen a third for a whole year, but the gang-related violence still remains the world's deadliest. A police commissioner named Howard Cotto told journalists on a Wednesday that the murder rate was 50.3 every 100,000 people in the year 2018. That's down from 60.8 the previous year and half the 103 recorded in 2015. Some Salvadorians who try to migrate to the U.S. use violence as a reasoning. El Salvador's economy was booming in the agricultural industry and was rapidly expanding in the 1960s and 70s. Despite its traditional concentration on agriculture, the country is still not self-sufficient and must import food. El Salvador is a presidential representative democratic republic whereby the president of the country is the head of state and nation. Over 20% of children below the age of five experience extreme poverty in El Salvador, and 36% of rural population lives in poverty. Urbanization is a problem developing countries face as cities grow and become a hub for economic and medical activity. So how did El Salvador become so bad? Well, for one, people fled from the U.S. after the Civil War to El Salvador while struggling to recover. Other reasons, such as gang violence, has been and still is ignored, causing the country to increase in danger. In addition, more than 15,500 gang members are locked up in El Salvador's overcrowded prisons. The culture of El Salvador is made up of Spanish settlers who are descendants. El Salvador is a rough Catholic country and the church has played a big role in El Salvador's history. It was an instrumental place during the negative end of the Civil War back in 1980s. Ethnically, 86.3% of Salvadorians are mixed up with Native American, European, and also Spanish is 13%, and black people and other races are 64%. The following is based on a true event about a woman explaining the issues she has to face every day. And these issues are problems for everyone in our Salvador. A 41-year-old woman named Maria is a teacher and lives in a neighborhood who she says is controlled by gangs starting as early as 10 a.m. She says at night things can get very dangerous and because of it she does not leave the house after 8 p.m. 
Her husband works in a military unit as a plane mechanic, and she fears that the Maras will find out he works in the military and harm him, even leaving a struggle for her. Every weekend, Maria has to relocate to her parents' house because the Mara gang will walk through the streets in the neighborhood on the weekend. This lifestyle isn't just the, from pers the perspective of one person. Maria is speaking for many other people in El Salvador. Could you ever imagine living like this, being scared to go outside your own home? In El Salvador, it's the real deal, and people have to face these issues every day with zero help. As of today, in the USA, we have it pretty easy compared to the issues in El Salvador. In conclusion, the people in El Salvador need vital help and struggle to make a living for themselves and their families every day. We hope that El Salvadorians get the help that they need somewhere in the future because, of, because they cannot continue to live the way that they do. Thank you for listening to our podcast.